Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Bash of MD. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brampernard. See, that's all you need to know. What music is that, Andy? That's Doug, right? Seven Nation Army, yep. <clears throat> Seven Nation Army? Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. So what's the latest? I know we got Timmy coming up in about two minutes. Pretty soon. So what's going on with you guys? Anything good? How's the weather outside? Not bad. It's going to be 60 and wind. Yeah. wind is nasty still. But is it? Yes. It's not nearly as windy as it was yesterday, though. There's a woman that sent a video to Brittany during the show over in Wisconsin, probably 60, 70 miles east of here. Snowing like mad. Well, <laughs> snowing like mad. Would you look it up, Andy, and see where it's snowing in Wisconsin? Because <coughs> it wasn't that far away. We have uh, feedback from a listener. Yes. And we also, uh, Melissa and I have a fun story. Okay. okay. So the listener <laughs> feedback is about um, the interview from yesterday. Matt, mm-hmm. what, a Fraser? Yeah. Matt Fraser. She, uh, let's Our see, psychic? was it she or he? I think it's a she. It's a she. The name doesn't appear here, but because Brittany had to forward it to me. Uh, Sometimes they get mixed up. Sometimes it goes to the morning show when it's supposed to be here and vice versa. But, uh, yeah, she wanted to share in 2000. She went to RenFest and had her palm read. And the woman said, so she's adopted. Mm -hmm. And the woman said that it wasn't her parents that gave her up. It was her grandmother. Oh. Seven years later, she got a call saying that her birth family is looking for her. And it turns out that it was her grandmother who set her up for adoption. And they've been looking for her for 35 years. Oh, my God. Well, wait a minute. So her grandmother was actually her mother? No. Her grandmother, like, sent her away for adoption. Probably because her parents were too young. Probably, yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. If if you're not not a a legal adult, you... Your guardian can be like, you can't have this baby. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so okay. um, she wasn't a believer, but now she is. Wow. <laughs> she wasn't a believer. Well, yeah, that's uh, hard <clears throat> evidence, I would that's say. pretty good evidence, It yeah. can't be just a coincidence. I had a palm reader tell me that I was going to marry somebody named Steve. Steve. That did not happen. Although, I had he a... could be a Steve. My college <laughs> boyfriend's brother-in-law was named Steve. Okay, so so there loosely, was a Steve. Loosely and then she close, said I was going to have twins, which I didn't, but I married a twin. You did yeah, marry you a did. twin. And the weird thing about that is when she was reading my palm and she said I was going to marry somebody named Steve, I got a picture of somebody in my head and when I met <clears> Dan on our first date, I was like, it's him. It's Steve. It's the it's Steve, Steve that I have in my head. You even though it's Dan. his parents and see if he was going to be named Steve originally. really weird, though. When not, I first saw him, I was like, oh, my gosh. It's Steve. That's the guy that I had in my head. That's not a very Scandinavian name, though, Steve. No. Steve. Steve. Neither is Dan. Right. Uh, and then the other thing <clears throat> that happened to us, so we went to a charity like dinner thing at a local school. Mm-hmm. It's like a K-8 through school or something like that. They had a um, they had a brat dinner and everything. So a brat we, dinner. We, yeah, we got some brats. Got a pork chop for Ethan. He doesn't like brats. No, no. I don't either. He's brats are that. good. I like. Brats. I've You're never crazy. liked brats. I always liked brats. He likes sauerkraut. He's too fatty. Yay, sauerkraut. Um, sauerkraut's good. So yeah, we got the dinner, <clears throat> and there was also an auction. So we bid on a few things, and there was also a raffle for a six volt. John Deere, like, miniature tractor thing for a kid. Yeah. I put in three tickets for 30 bucks, <clears throat> and we won it. Oh, what? Yeah. So Ethan's going to get a How much cool, is that worth? I think it was worth 150 
So hey, so he can ride it around the lawn. So he can oh, ride it, and he's he gonna love hot that. Yep. Shit! Oh, he definitely. <laughs> Remember when is. we were kids and you wanted the Barbie car, <laughs> and which I, I wanted... never got. No, we never got those. Yeah, Not. Well, we would we would have killed ourselves. Ever. So. You would have killed yourselves. So there we is that. We had a that. river and a pond on yeah. our property, and a steep no. hill in our driveway, and a steep hill and horses and riding them around. And a giant like cliff-like drop off. No. I did get two go karts, and your mother got rid of them. The easy goes, easy go. Yeah, after one of your drunk friends ended up Mm. almost killing himself, that was Mm. the end of it. Like if a grown-up almost kills himself. I've actually told a story about the easy goes on the show, but none of you were here. It was during one of the Thursdays when we were, like, cobbling together a show. Oh, Oh, sure. So I was, you know how I used to just drive that thing around the pastures? Yes. It was Ronnie Getz, wasn't it? It wasn't. Are you talking about the go-kart or the... the, the thing, manure cart thing. No. Well, the thing with the, the four wheeler thing. Square back that you put things in. Yeah, that was that wasn't. Well, whatever it was. Yeah. I so I used to drive <clears throat> that thing around the pasture because we had many acres of land to just drive it around. Right. And so one time, I was like, let's drive it up the hill, because you know that big hill with the tree on top. I sure yeah. do. So I drive it up the hill and I get to almost the top, and then the front wheels go off the ground. Oh. And it almost points straight up. How did you do that? What I didn't know is that Dad had put his weight set in the back. So the back was weighed down so much that when I went up a hill, it almost (laughs) flipped over backwards. Very close. Why were there weights in the back? He was probably bringing them to the barn or something. Oh, then, okay. Weird. And then didn't unload them. I didn't know. Yeah, and your friend ended up in the hospital from Mm -hmm. a concussion from that thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eva. I'm in the bathtub. Alex and Eva are down at the barn doing whatever. I'm in the bathtub. All of a sudden, Alex comes in. Mom! Mom! I think I've killed Eva! And I'm like, fell off of the golf cart onto the driveway and had a seizure. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Oh, did she really? Yeah, and I was like 11. That's a pretty concussion for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, she's dead. And I told you and told you to go slowly. I've killed her. But she didn't. No, it wasn't. I was going over a turn and she was hanging off of the side like, wee, and then it made her fall out. She shouldn't have done what she did. We have Tim with us. You know, I I had a toy tractor at one point. Of course uh, you did. I won it at at a Halloween contest. I dressed up as the Lone Ranger. I was five years old. And uh, it ended up getting run over by the milkman because you know when you you know in the country we get the milkman coming. This is the most country story I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) You know how many times have we had bikes run over or tractor toy tractors run over? That's what I get for being irresponsible, huh? Irresponsible five-year-old brat. Yeah, we had a bike that got run over by somebody, and oh, so I'm not the only one. I put it on the end of the driveway. Um, for the garbage guy, and somebody just took it. Who ran over it? Really? I really don't have any idea. It wasn't me. I didn't run over a bike. <laughs> Unless it was put behind my car and I didn't see it. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So somebody must have been able to fix broken bicycles. Or they just scrap it. Yeah. Could you know, though, I don't like this story of uh, Tom trying to sabotage Andy by putting weights into something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it was an assassination sabotage attempt. Sabotage or assassinate Andy. That's what I was trying to do, assassinate my son. Well, I'm or glad that he's trying to teach him a lesson. 
A very hard lesson at that. Well, I learned a lesson at that age. I was you like weren't catapulted 16. out of there. Oh, I held on pretty good. Uh, yeah, I would say it was probably maybe 20 degrees <clears throat> off from being like straight up. Oh. I was like, yeah, I'm dead, aren't I? <laughs> but then I wasn't. Always so. wear a helmet. And then I don't think I ever drove it again. <clears throat> probably not. Our well, neighbor boy. Yeah, mm. our neighbor boy has a little cart that. Sage just runs in their garage anytime it's open and takes out, and they just whip around the neighborhood. It's hilarious. They he did that last night actually. A Try cart it. with a little cart. It's like a green tiny go kart thing. Oh, okay. With two seats. And of course, the medical <clears throat> question is: greatest. Does he have a helmet? <clears throat> yeah. It, this thing does not go fast at all. Like it's not. It would not be able to flip, and it does not go fast, and it's wide enough, and it, they're in it, it. It's a low on the they're ground. Not, yeah, it's low on the ground, and they're <laughs> in it. They're not. It's they're not sitting on top of it. They're inside of it. And yeah, I would. But yes, certain. I am the most pro helmet person you could possibly find. Yeah, when you have a person in your family with a brain injury, you yes. definitely get pro helmet. Yes. Well, you know point. what the uh, first ever road fatality was. What. 1898. Okay. A guy was driving his steam carriage. As you do. And he tipped it because he was going too fast at 16 miles an hour. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Flying. So, hey. My goodness. Unsafe at any speed. Yeah, we watched this show called Murdoch Mysteries. It's out of Canada. It's been going on for like 20 years. 20 years. It's still going. You're really into Canadian TV lately. Is it Amazon or is this the Netflix documentary? Murdoch Mysteries? Yeah. This I think is, it's a TV show. This is a TV show. So like uh, actors and stuff? Or? Actors yeah. and stuff, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize it. That's cool. Yeah. I, you know what? If you haven't seen the Netflix documentary, definitely check that out. And it actually runs all the way up until this trial. Talk about being timely. It ran up all the way to the t- uh, a trial. Well, do you know the story? I, I maybe I shouldn't get too far into the story. No, I don't. But there's a lot of people. Well, let's just just say this: this family. There were a lot of people getting dead around this family, and connected to different members of the family. Now, the old man was on trial for murder, but. Everybody else practically in that family had been tied to some murder in a unique way. Really? Oh, oh God, yeah. You have to see it. There's a the documentary of it is on Netflix, and that's Catherine. That's what I thought you were talking about. I didn't realize there was a narrative series out there, which to me I think would be pretty interesting to watch, having seen this documentary. But obviously, this trial was a really big deal for. Uh, I don't know. It's a couple months ago. Oh, you know when it was? It, 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 I think it ended around the time the morning show podcast started because I remember talking with Don Shelby when he subbed for you that oh, time. Right, yeah. And he <clears throat> properly schooled me on the way to say it's not Murdoch, it's Murdoch. <laughs> Murdoch. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> Shelby. He lived in that area for a while and, and said, yeah, it's pronounced different up here. It's Murdoch, uh, but it's Murdoch down there. So uh, so, yeah, so that trial was relatively recent, but, God, what a fascinating deal that is. So either you could watch it simultaneously or you could finish that series that you're watching, uh, Catherine, and then watch the Netflix. I don't know. We've got 20 years, years to go through. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, that's just it. Might, pile yeah. everything on. This thing is about – it's really short, actually. Um, 
the, the it's like a mini docu series. It's about three to four hours long in total. There are three different parts, so it's really short. Um, but uh, again, it's just. Because this family, and I don't know how far along you're into it, they're very rich and very powerful. It's not the same thing. I don't think it's the same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? No. Well, Murdoch. Oh, no. Murdoch Mysteries is about a detective in Toronto. starting out in the, like, the early 1900s, late 1800s. And he's kind of inventing fingerprints detective work okay yeah this and, is yeah, yeah. total coincidence that the name is murdoch and a mystery because obviously this real life case is a murder mystery within itself you there know, are still unsolved crimes with this rich and powerful family real life family in uh, is it georgia it's down south somewhere but again very very powerful family and uh, again a lot of people seem to get dead around this family which was pretty interesting that sounds really good. Oh, God. Yeah, in Netflix. Check it out. We'll do it. Yeah, what's going on with the writer's strike? That It's happening, right? <clears throat> yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see because there are high-profile people like James Gunn, who is rebooting the DC universe, which, you know, it's a comic book deal, and he has vowed to stop production on his new Superman movie until this thing is resolved. So when you have people like him, I don't think much of this guy personally as a late night host, uh, Seth Meyers, I think is doing the same thing. Right. He says, I'm not going to do my show until this is resolved. So hopefully they are going to resolve it relatively soon mm -hmm. because they can't afford for productions to stop. But when you get a guy like James Gunn, who's got the, the new Guardians movie coming this week, I mean, he's got a lot of clout in Hollywood. He, he and another guy, they're the presidents of Warner Brothers DC division. So it's a big deal to have a guy like that saying, you know what? I'm with the writers. I'm taking off. You get this damn thing resolved. But I haven't read much about when did they, did they actually start today? Or is it? I set? thought so. I, I, from what I could tell on, what I saw on social media anyway is that right all the, all the late night talk shows are canceled for now because they don't have writers. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, exactly. So maybe it isn't such of a noble thing that Seth Meyers is doing, but but certainly it is a noble thing <coughs> that James Gunn is doing. Um, the other thing about that, I just caught the headline. I'd like to read the article, but the the writers are pissed off because they said the studios are turning writing into a gig economy sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I guess in a way I relate to what, again, I have to read the story, but what the headline is saying is what I guess a lot of reporters or writers or whatever you want to call us editors are experiencing now in the business, which is everybody loves your writing, but nobody ever wants to hire you full time because then they're going to have to pay benefits in fact, most of them won't even hire you part-time. What they will do instead is get you as a freelancer. So I don't know if this article is implying that uh, they're starting to get freelance scripters, but I don't know, man. How is that going to work when you've got a union like the Writers Guild of America backing you up? Right. I don't think that's going to fly. But at least the claims, you know, again, I, I don't like to comment on headlines alone, although... 
people, you know, that they live their life by reading headlines on Twitter and they think everything is true, you know, right. but I'd like to read it because again, if they're turning writing into that sort of situation, you know, it's bad enough for reporters right now or journalists or whatever that can't get full-time work. I can't imagine them doing that in the, in the industry that these people are in, but maybe that's the deal. I know writers, by and large, get screwed, though. I do know that. Yeah, well, we've seen a couple of writers' strikes throughout the years, and it seems to be effective. Well, I think the last one was 15 years ago, so effective for a while. Right. And then times change. I mean, look at how the landscape of television has changed. Yeah, 15 years. Where you probably wrote into your contracts thinking in a TV broadcast or cable TV sort of mind. Whereas now when you have hundreds of, if not thousands of streaming services, the game has changed so much that I would imagine some of the issues that the writers have right now is that the studios are probably trying to play under the uh, uh, old rules and the residuals that they should be due with the streaming and all that stuff. Maybe, maybe there's some, some sort of deficiency there or something. Again, I have to study all this stuff before I can comment, but it only makes sense if you think about it. I mean, think about how drastically, even since the pandemic uh, with streaming, how prevalent that has become and how much the broadcast networks have fallen in that time as well. Right. And think about, I mean, Netflix, they seem to be flush with capital forever. And then all of a sudden they were in financial trouble big time. Mm-hmm. So they've had to probably cut back on a lot of things, but it sounds like they were just pissing money away for f- just because. because they- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there are two places where they're spending money hand over fist, a Amazon prime um, because Bezos has, more money than he'll ever need right. uh, and he can afford to spend apparently $300 million on this new show called Citadel which, uh, quick plug I did interview some people, <coughs> Stanley Tucci for it. It's oh. a great spy espionage oh, I like theory. Him. I love Stanley Tucci. Yeah, and, and so the Tucci, as I call him, Stanley Tucci uh, and, and one of the uh, Rousseau brothers who did the Avengers movies, I mean he's got the clout so they command a high salary and they put everything on the screen. So it is a great series called Citadel on Amazon uh, Prime, but they spent almost a half billion dollars on the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power series. I mean, that's incredible. That's an incredible amount of money to spend. The other one that they that they seem to be spending a lot is Apple TV Plus. And again, you're being bankrolled by Apple. But even Netflix are showing that, you know, a, a dip in subscribership, even a couple hundred thousand viewers sure. in a quarter can be almost fatal for them. So, yeah, it's it's a fickle business, obviously, now that we have theaters coming back, hopefully. Did, uh, um, so, yeah, interesting did, deal. Did that thing, what was that show that everybody was all up Catherine, in arms about? The, mic a little the little girls that were <clears throat> dancing. Oh, yeah. And cuties. Oh, yeah. Cuties. cuties. I mean, something like that, that... I mean, a lot of people that hurt them a lot. Yeah. 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 They make boneheaded moves like that and they stand their ground on things. Sometimes that's a good thing. Like with Chappelle, I mean, people were calling for the guy, whoever runs Netflix, they were calling for his head along with Chappelle's and he stood firm with it. Uh, Did they lose any um, 
subscribers because of it? I don't know, but certainly stuff like this cuties. What a boneheaded move, man. Yeah. Why did they who who gave that the green light to put that on in the first place? I mean, that's that's a no-win situation there. So I don't know. Um, if they have this blanket thing where we stand by our product no matter what, well, guess what? Clearly it kicked him in the ass with this cutie show. Yeah, well, I think they kind of deserved it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, these businesses, they just get cocky. They just think that we're, we're dominating the market and we'll always dominate the market. Well, remember that thing called Blockbuster? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, that you thought would be around forever? I mean, nothing lasts forever. Nothing. So, yeah, what, a, what an interesting deal. Uh, I have to tell you, I, I actually messaged just to Andy. I have to leave in about two minutes, an early day for me today. So that's why I'm yakking so much in, on the top here. We were trying to get rid of you earlier than that. So, yeah. I know you were, yeah, damn no. it. Anything else you want to? No, no, seriously. So, <laughs> Citadel, seriously, check it out. It is really, it, it, there's only two episodes so far. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but I am interested. And I'll report on this next week. Um, Paramount has turned Fatal Attraction, the film, into an eight-part series. So huh. they've rebooted that. I'm really curious to see that that as a series because the film was incredible. I mean, what a hell of a film that was back in the 80s. So that that's coming up. So I'll talk about that next week. But you can see that now on Paramount+. Plus. I love it. Works for me. Timmy, a magnificent report as always, don't you think? Yeah, I'm running wind sprints today. Sorry about the uh, the, the short warning there, but yeah, I have to uh, be somewhere. But uh, Tommy, I will talk with you on Friday morning. Looking forward to it, Pally. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 Timmy Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. Well, how many scabs will there be for the writer's strike? That's the thing. How many people will <clears throat> yeah, how do they up? handle that, by the way? Well, if they're part of the Teamsters, <laughs> they're, Teamsters get a little rough with them. I was going to say, you probably don't want to piss them off too much, yeah, do you? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they're part of. I don't know if they're, they're Teamsters or what, uh, what uh, overriding uh, union looks after them. But oh, Doc, I have to ask you a question. Yeah. And I want to make sure that, because I haven't checked the, uh, the number, but I believe they did say $80 billion in COVID money. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. Is missing. Oh, it's missing? Yeah, they don't know where it is. Eighty billion. Well, they were just dollars. giving it out to anyone who asked for it. Jesus, so unbelievable. Up in smoke. <clears throat> yep. Our tax money, eighty billion. I think I'm pretty sure they may have said eighty million or meant eighty million, but they said eighty billion. Andy? <clears throat> to Google. <laughs> Andy, Google it up, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what well, it wouldn't, was, would surprise me. Well, that was just a, this huge national emergency that right, right. talked about. And there, and there was, I think, a legitimate fear when they heard what was happening with that cruise ship and everything like that, when the, the one in Japan. But, you know, it, you know, it may not have been as bad as they had feared. You know, a lot of old people passed. But yeah. they were going to pass from the flu mm -hmm. or a cold or a yeah. thousand other things. Yeah. I mean, it's just coincidental that they got this this disease. Yeah, we have this culture where we try to keep people alive for as long as possible, no matter how badly they're suffering. And uh, a pandemic tends to sweep through that kind of population pretty quickly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. uh, Well, <clears throat> on January 19th, Fox News said it was $163 billion. <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't know where they're getting this number. I'll 
see if I can. So find half out. of that is missing. Well, you almost have to think that. No, I mean, they say that that 163 billion is lost. The whole 163. Oh God! How do you lose? Uh, well, how much did they spend? Well, apparently, the Department of Labor's <laughs> Inspector General said that. So oh. that's coming from him. I don't know Whoa. if he has the authority to make that call or not, but I have that's what he said. I have never understood why we don't have clear flow charts and, with audits of where money goes. I know. All the would money. Make it I, don't I don't care if it's to $10 yeah. to the local fire department. Where's the money go? How the, Everything. How Everything how? should be transparent. Everybody should be able to see where yeah, the money I goes. Agree. Well, then how would the politicians get so rich when they get in office? Yeah, exactly. Nancy Pelosi. I don't think they want us to know where this money is going. No, they clearly don't. But as the as a taxpayer, I think we should have a right to know where the money goes, so they can't be grifting all the time. That would be nice. Apparently, a lot of it went to gangs overseas, China and Russia, and that sort of place. What do you mean, gangs? Like just criminal enterprises. Well, triads and whatever what? the Russian mafia is called. Why? Why would it be going there? Because it's they were just giving it out to anyone who asked for it. Someone was like, hey, give me a billion dollars. We need this. They just gave it. Why didn't we do that? Well, because we don't live in China or Russia. Well, I know. And but... I don't really want to. Yeah, probably not. You don't want to go to prison? Well, I don't want to live in China or Russia. No, I understand that, too. No <laughs> Nor do you want to be in a gang. Uh, no. India wouldn't do well in a gang. A Russian gang? Yeah, I don't think I'd fit in too well. I mean, that's the whole problem they got. Up. I used to think back when I was a kid, maybe, you know, when get older, maybe get a place over in England or Scotland or something, all the rest of it. Because I did really, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, great countries. But I would not want to live in the Eastern Hemisphere anymore. No. The pollution in the Eastern Hemisphere is horrible. And I try to blame it all on America. You got to stop mowing your lawn. Now it's right. no mow May again. Started yesterday. Don't mow your lawn. Don't mow that's your not, lawn. That's just to, um, it's like dandelions and stuff like that can yeah. grow. And so the no, pollinators that's not can. what they said on the news. Well, mm-hmm. I, okay. They don't, said on the news. Wait, 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 you don't mow your lawn. It pollutes so you, too much. So just for May. Just for May? It's for, yeah. yeah, it's because dandelions have a tendency to grow during May and people cut them down. Yes. And they're an important uh, habitat for like bees and stuff. Yes, but if you do not have dandelions or only have a dandelion or two because you have fertilized and done weed killer on your lawn, you do not need to wait. No, it wouldn't matter. Just growing grass does not help the butterflies or the bees. But if you do fertilize and weed killer on your lawn, then there's the whole problem with that as well. Unless you use natural stuff. True. For dandelions? Yes. Manure? Yeah, you can use uh, uh, vinegar. That? Vinegar kills the dandelions. They mm-hmm. said a little harsh the, on other things the reason they gave today on the news, <coughs> this morning on the news, was that between the uh, the lawnmowers and the little go-karts and all that stuff, they pollute way too much. It's the pollution of the machinery itself. Well, that's why they're pushing for electric. Ego, yeah. yeah. Electric gas. Electric Mowers. Gardening. Everything. I, I, I have a things. I have a leaf blower that is you yeah, know got a rechargeable battery yep. which works great. Yeah, um, it does. I, yeah. Well, I wish it worked longer, and I wish I could afford the four hundred dollar battery for the three hundred dollar implement <laughs> to have a backup. Neither of those things should cost the anywhere. The batteries near. are crazy you're, you're expensive. From what, I, well, of course, I was looking during pandemic time. Oh yeah, that so could it be. So could have been that. We have a massive eight amp hour forty volt battery. That thing mows our entire lawn in one charge. 
And, you have a Ryobi? It, it cost us like 100 bucks. My friend Laura's son works for Ryobi and... Ryobi. Ryobi in North Carolina. Stop Car- being a is Baca North- Gaijin. Is it North, North Carolina? I don't know. Yeah, that's where <coughs> he works. He works for them, and she's got one of those, and she says it works great. Yeah, we have a Ryobi mower. It's really nice It's because it's so light. Oh. So you can push it forever, and you won't get tired. Gas mowers, because gas is just heavy. It's a liquid. Liquids are heavy. There's somebody not too far from where we live that when I walk the dog, they have a service that comes, and it has a um, a robot mower. Yeah, they have those Roombas for your lawn, some, basically. Some, I think it's Weird. called Lawn Bunny or something. And they Weird. they just come, they drop it off once every week or something, and it mows, yeah, and it then just they does pick its it up. Thing. Yeah. But what's the what's to prevent some jerk from stealing it? Living in a nice neighborhood. Oh, <clears throat> I just think that that's... and it probably has tracking. on It, it. probably has GPS on it. I would imagine. Oh, but if somebody grabs it and smashes it just to be a jerk, you're out a lot of money. And probably it might have a camera on it. Well, a lot of Roombas these days have cameras on them. A Roomba? Why? Yeah. Great question. <laughs> but they do. Yeah, they, Roombas have a camera. Oh, some of them, the more expensive ones, and oh, you can and, and you can hack them to get your get pictures of someone's home. Oh, that's nice. And, and of course, that that Roomba also keeps track of your whole home with pictures of your whole home and a schematic of your whole home. Yeah, it uses the camera around. to basically oh, map to out your map. house, so yeah. it can like so, see. Well, the old ones didn't better. need a camera. The old ones didn't work so great. You've got an older one, Alex. It still works, doesn't it? Yeah, I like our Roomba. I mean, it definitely doesn't. It's dumb. It's dumb. It literally just stumbles around <coughs> until everything's clean. Yeah, pretty much. It just yeah. bumps into stuff yep. until, and then it'll sometimes miss a whole section of our house. It'll yeah. be like, I did it. And yep. it's like, no, no, you didn't. Well, because if it doesn't detect <laughs> dirt half our kitchen. for such a long period of time, it's like, well, there must not be any more dirt. I'm going to go home. Or like, I bonked into this wall too many times, so there must not be anything around this area ever. It's like, no. <laughs> this is a no-go zone. <laughs> There's a whole hallway here yeah. that you've missed. So they work okay, but yeah, it's, it depends on your house setup like if you have a giant open concept house yes with like no furniture in it that'd be perfect well like we have to <laughs> yeah there you so go if you live in a warehouse <laughs> with nothing in it basically we have to, yeah it'd gold. be great in a warehouse we oh, have okay. to do something called making our house botsy ready so we have to take our footstools and put them her name is botsy <laughs> oh fawn named See the robot. Yeah, Botsy. Um, we have to take the dog beds and put them on the couch. Yep. We have to put our footstools up. Sure. We have to put our chairs on top of the island. We have just to just like you would for cleaning the floors. Yeah. yeah. So it can. Yeah. And it's destroyed certain. I know Paige's rug, her Roomba completely destroyed one of her rugs. It like ripped it to shreds. Must have been the cheapest rug in the universe. No, it's like thick pile rugs. Oh, yeah. Uh, The Roomba cannot, it'll just rip it up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All in all, I'd say Roombas are kind of not. If you're going to get the really nice ones, like that know the layout of your room and everything, and they're. With the cameras? Yes. But those are like. $600. Six hundred dollars. I, I think. still would recommend my Roomba. I it helps me enough. You know, I'll turn it on when we're putting the kids to bed, and it'll do its thing. And it takes a long time, and it's loud. It's so like you can't two hours. Do, yeah. yeah, and it has to. It does it, and then it has to go recharge for a little bit, and then start again. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes Dan will think it's done, then he'll put all the furniture down, then it'll start again, and then it's like, no, we have to put it all back up. But it still is helpful. Okay. I. I'm still grateful that we have it. And with Bertie, 
the mad the mad shedder of all time. It's an, okay. Mm. He really doesn't shed as much as you think he does. It's like I go to people's houses and there are piles of dog hair in every corner and every hallway like and they're like i have to vacuum twice a day to keep up like people with labs just slatch a retriever vacuum cleaner onto the lab yeah just to make them Birch is a lab. kind he's well, a lab he's, and a corgi which are like the yeah, two shedding the two dogs but he doesn't world. have that like long fluffy hair that no, creates doesn't. piles and just kind of sticks to everything he has his hair is i don't know it's i mean he sheds but not He's a little bit more hairy than and a furry. Yes. Yeah. Like huskies or yeah. Australian shepherds mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that shedding is really in- intense. That's Him, the, it's like I can. Yeah, German shepherds. Undercoat. That's the undercoat. Yeah, that's the, the undercoat. undercoat. Yes. That's where I really you can get brush you. it out yep. every day and you'll get another dog. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I take Birch out on our deck and I brush him every spring for like probably 45 minutes. Furminator? Yep, and he thinks it's the greatest thing of all time. He just lays there with a smile on his face. I wish Hobbs liked being brushed. <coughs> yeah. yeah. <coughs> Should we see if, if she can come on 10 minutes early? Uh, I guess oh, someone can go. text her. Go um, back to back. Well, she knows the, the start time next week, right? Yep. Yes. All right, so she's going to be on like 1045 next Tuesday. Uh, let's see. What did I say? I can yeah. talk to Kristen again. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah, that's true. I haven't been able to Indeed. be on when she's on. Yep, 1045. I right. have Perfect. a question. Okay. So Biden's offering a half a million dollars to English teachers in Pakistan to focus on transgender youth. Why are Transgenderism we doing? is not in something Pakistan. that is good in Pakistan. Isn't it? Don't you get to prison or something? If they you're... will actually, I think, behead you. Yeah, $500,000 grant on now? focusing on teaching English to trans Pakistani youth. In Pakistan? in Pakistan? Or in here? Pakistan. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's in Pakistan. Well, yeah, can they you, vote? At least get a vote out of it. Come on. But I just don't understand why you would put the. I mean, you're 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 advertising, because all of a sudden these teachers are going to have a lot of money. People don't have money in Pakistan. No. No. I mean, regular average people don't. No, not a whole lot. Probably military and royal family or whatever. They've got loads of it, yeah. but everybody else has literally nothing. All of a sudden, right. a teacher <clears throat> is going to have a ton of money. And they're going to know why. But I have a question yeah. for This is you. the Taliban. What do we get out of this? Yeah, we get literally nothing out of this. Nothing. We're doing uh, the best job we can in America. That's a good thing. I don't know why we... And it will not move the needle there. No one's going to no. do, do that. They're going to take the money. They're going to take the well, money. Yeah, and the people that are going to get the money are the people who have the money. The Taliban, everybody's, oh, yeah. the royalty. Everybody else is going to have the money. They're not going to teach these kids. No. First off, they're going to find them. I mean, these kids are up there, and you talk about being in a closet. You yeah. know, you're threatened with death or uh, mutilation, things like that. Hey, you're kind of in the closet. You're not uh, coming out uh, being free. It's just, it's just that's the culture. That's that's what it is there. We it, should probably have we should probably have Lauren on the show. Who? Lauren Siegel. Oh, the first person I ever knew that went from a man to a woman. He's a dear friend. I've loved the guy for forty years, something like that, or a woman now. What what do transgenders think of this whole idea? That you're giving money to other countries instead of helping the cause yeah. here. 
why don't we work it out here first? Yeah, if America's such a broken, horrible place, exactly. why are we sending all of our money overseas to things that don't matter? And sticking our nose in other people's business where they don't really appreciate that too much, I can promise you that. And what other countries are getting this money? <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Or what other countries are we sending this same, this same kind of money or this earmarked money too. I mean, this is just maybe the tip of the iceberg. And is this not cultural imperialism, yes. which I thought was supposed to be a bad thing? Yep. You're right. Mm, now it's good. Interesting. I don't know. We, we stick our nose in everybody else's business and always... When did that start? Does anybody know? Well, I think I. America's always been sticking our nose World in everybody's War I, business. World War I, probably right. I think well, it's World War I. Before America that, we was created because we stuck our nose into everybody's business. And you know what happened because we stuck our nose <laughs> well, in everybody we else's fleeing. business? Well, but I mean... You know what happened when we started sticking our nose in everybody else's business? Federal income tax. That's true. We had no income tax, and so we had to tell the world how they should be. <coughs> yep, got to oil that war oh, machine. Oh, God. Oil <coughs> that war Unbelievable. machine. Unbelievable, the pissed-away piss money in this country. I wish we could get an isolationist president. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're going to stay right here, and you stay where you are. Give me Edo period America. I like it. That works for me. I don't know the whole situation. Is just I, I really wish we wouldn't stick our nose in everybody else's business. Why don't we take care of this country, make sure everybody else is good, and then we'll worry about it later. You can come to us. How about that? Yeah. You really need help, then come to us. It's not our business to go sticking our nose in their business. That's right. Put the money into borders, uh, legitimate immigration. You know what's going to happen? And I think Catherine and Alex already brought it up. Uh, they're going to send the money. Transgenders will probably try to go transgender, and then they'll kill them. Where? They're going to get people killed is what's going to happen. You, it's not the same world. Jesus, I wish they'd understand yeah, that. Yeah, well, we, we, have it, we, we continually to, to project our yep. culture and <clears throat> our values and how <clears throat> things are here onto other areas. It's, it's like trying to do if, if, a, if a country or a culture wants to, ha wants to have a king or an emperor and things like that, and we try to say, no, you have to elect somebody, it just doesn't work because culturally they're comfortable with one with X and we're trying to give them Y. It doesn't work. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. You try over and over and over. And they just keep getting going back to the same thing where we have an emperor. And they just tolerate this right. in countries. Yeah, Sudan is fighting through that right now. They're, yeah, they are. They, yeah. They, they, had the, they had an elected group, a civilian group. They were dismantled. And no, we're just going to have a, you know, an emperor. We're going to have this guy, the head of the military. I take care of the whole thing. Same in Myanmar. Same kind of, same kind of thing. So people may have, a sense, may have a comfort level with that that we can't understand. I don't think it's positive. I don't think it's the best thing, but not my country, man. I've never really understood the whole group think thing to the point where one person can destroy everybody's life, murder whoever they feel like, and the, the military and the police will follow this one person when they're doing horrible things to the people. I've never understood why people tolerate it. France is kind of going through this a big revolution. It yeah, isn't just are, about yeah. um, the raising of the age for working. It, it, they're they're protesting all over France about a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, they're isn't. very they're very tired of the government and they're very tired of the way their country's been being run. Hey, you're not going to make me work till I'm sixty-four. But nobody 64. nobody's re nobody's covering any of it, and <clears throat> the real reason why they're doing it it's just amazing. But they won't do anything. People will not do anything in the electorate to change anything. 
Same thing in America. Yeah. You see all the American cities that are, they're really in essence are a, a, a one, uh, a one party system. And they're going, just going, getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and no one wants to change anything. The electorate doesn't want to change that. For I, I don't understand. I understand, you know. Um, Regardless of what color you are, what cultural background you are, if you, if you, it's not safe to walk outside. You got to change something. It make that makes no sense to me. They keep electing the same party. <clears throat> There's a lot of money changing hands for these elections. That's Lots so funny. of it. I just had this page up because I read, you know the. The Star Tribune, I read Newser, I read the Wall Street Journal. You wouldn't consider the Wall Street Journal to be a, a, a conservative newspaper, would you? No, there are no conservative newspapers. So the Wall Street Journal is kind of middling, you would say? Libertarian, yeah. As far as I know, yeah. Uh, listen to this line. And, and again, I did not just look this up. This was on my screen because I was reading the Wall Street Journal, right? China's ascent, the erosion of the American middle class, the rise of populism, climate change, and financial instability are the consequences of the flawed economic policies promoted by Bill Clinton. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this has been going on for decades, right? A hundred, two hundred years or whatever. How old is America? About two and a quarter, somewhere in there? Yeah, yeah. about that. It's no. just it's 250, old. isn't it? Yeah, 250 now, I think. Yeah, the centennial was 76. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the bicentennial. So, so 26. Yeah. Almost 250 years. Almost 250 years. But, and again, Wall Street Journal doesn't get too involved in blasting Republicans or Democrats. They just report the news, don't they? Pretty much. But they, they lean a tiny bit right. I mean, oh, I do they? I don't think they lean. Well, I mean, it's an objective seven. fact that Bill Clinton began the process of selling our industry to China. Yes, he did. It's just not, it's but, true. But the person that really started the ball rolling was Richard Nixon. Yes. He opened China. He opened China. He was the China. first person yep. to visit. He opened it up. It was his, He's the one that really got that ball rolling, and, and it took how many, 30 years for Bill Clinton to do to whatever he did. I blame the British paying. for getting rid of Hong Kong. Yeah, there you go. 1997, right? I believe so. I don't know. We'll see how it all works out, but it just, nobody's ever going to be happy again. Uh, the, cons the, the stories on the on social media are just crazy this morning. Um, apparently, Tucker Carlson was fired because mm. Zelensky wanted him out. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> no, that's what I heard, yeah. I mean... I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. I guess apparently there's evidence that uh, Zelensky and it's Murdoch that owns Fox News? Yes. <clears throat> that they met several times. And Zelensky? That supposedly... Um, the Ukraine has a gangster bunch, mm -hmm. and they were threatening Murdoch's family. So unless you get rid really? of Tucker Carlson, that's what's on social media. Whether it's a conspiracy theor Who theory, knows? whatever, I don't know, but it's kind of interesting. You know, honest to God, shouldn't we just stay at home and you guys do what you do? Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, it's just disgusting. And it's always about money. Always. It's always about money. Hunter Wait, Biden's back in uh, in the news. Still don't understand how you abandon your own baby. He's trying to reduce his $20,000 a month uh, child support. Right. Quarter million a year, yep. $20,000 a month? How expensive is this child? Well, this man makes. No, no, he's broke, honey. Well. I heard it on the news last night. He's broke. He's At one time, he was making $88,000 a month. A month, yeah. Well. For, I mean, eight. Yeah, was it eighty-eight thousand? Yeah, a month from just one enterprise in yes. the Ukraine, and he yeah. had other stuff coming in too. So he was making big money. Clearly, 
Um, but yeah, it's not me. And the judge is letting a bunch of financial records open on him. Oh, really? Which they were trying to suppress that everything about his financial records. So that'll be interesting. I hope they all go to Democrats, Republicans all go to jail. It does really you. suck that because I mean, all this woman wanted at first was to have the child's name Biden. Yeah. Yep. And they were fighting that. Mm -hmm. Can't you just change your name legally to anything you want? Absolutely. Why do you have to? Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Yeah. Why do you have to? Why? Why does she have to get permission from the Bidens to do that? Is be, is that because it's the president? I mean, there's other people in the world named Biden. Oh yeah. They're not the only ones. Did they just put it on the birth certificate. I yeah. Think she wanted to change it after it was on the birth certificate. I don't know. I don't know. There. I, I don't know what this. What well, the big it, deal it, is. Either the kid's name. Either the kid is named that or not named that. You know, if if she had, how old is this kid? Three, I think. I don't understand. Kids no, he's four now. Four. <laughs> met four. met her at a strip club. Had a baby. Was she a stripper? Met her at a strip club. Don't know what she was doing there. So, and, you know, not a lot of women go to strip clubs unless they're working there. Most likely. Yeah. Um. So that's all I know. She's a beautiful woman. I mean, have you seen her picture? I have not. And she's a very pretty woman. Uh, and, uh, last name actually has there's laws about oh, it. Okay. Uh, it really? can either be the mother's surname, the father's surname, both hyphenated or not in any order, or any surname to which either the mother or father has a familial connection. So technically, they could have called the child Biden, yes. Yes. <coughs> so why didn't she? But maybe she was paid off. It to requires not do it. a parent to sign an affidavit attesting to the familial connection. Oh. Because they, he denied that this child was his at first, and then yeah. they did so the DNA test. More Povich. Yeah, bring yeah. more. Yeah, the father. Oh no! <laughs> the woman so jumps I mean, up and down, screaming. He's definitely yeah. the father. So what? what there's no. Well, how do you know that? Because it was a DNA test. Okay, well the DNA test. Well then. Otherwise, he wouldn't well, be paying have... alimony. <laughs> if there wasn't a you know DNA test. about him to me? If he walked into my old neighborhood, everybody in my neighborhood would go, "That guy's a dirtbag." Just oh. by the way he comports himself. Yeah. Yep. You would know he's, yep. he's a dirtbag. That's who he is. Speaking of dirtbags. Oh. Oh, is Kristen with us? Kristen dirtbag? Dirtbag dirt or dirty bag? No. Speaking of dirtbag, she's back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Andy, Andy, is usually that mean. Well, I usually do my uh, insulting segues for Kostaki, but he's not <laughs> on lately. So That's right. You insult get him Kostaki. Out. I know. I'm not mad. I can handle it. Yeah, you can. Oh, should I tell yeah. should I tell everybody about the email that I got or the text or whatever the hell it was? Uh oh. The communique. Should I, no, the one I told the you about signal. this morning, sister. Oh, okay. I thought there was like a bad one or something that came in. I was like, what oh, did I do? No, no, it was the one that raved about you. It wasn't a bad one. Oh, that's good. Well, yes. the good ones <laughs> nice. are rolling in, not the ones like See you later, Alex. so annoying. We can't stand her. Nope. Uh, Stay, Judy. Because yesterday it was reported on the morning show that they consider uh, Brittany to be the glue of the show. So we had to hear that all day. I'm the glue, you know. Like, okay. So then we get messages about Kristen Burt and how she's brilliant and, oh, my God, what a great addition to the show. And she's just beautiful. So now i got to hear that all day today. <laughs> So annoying. It's really annoying. No doubt about I hate it. when people totally. like who I work with. <laughs> it's awful. 
What's up? Maybe I should like just roll out of bed and then people can see what I really look like because I do put in a little effort with hair and makeup so I don't look horrible at 5 30 in the morning. And plus, oh, those uh, the cameras on the internet aren't usually that great. No, they're not usually right. very flattering. Mm -mm. You, gotta, you gotta have a, a beauty ring. So what's happening? Yeah, we have the ring light, mm -hmm. we've got the makeup, we've got the hair going, yeah. you know. The thing about ring lights that I don't like is that it gives you that weird, like, demon pupil. It does, but it definitely makes you look a lot better. There's nothing you can do about that, is there? I don't think so, unless there's some sort of a filter that takes that out. Well, you don't use a ring light. You use a, a filter, or not a filter, but a, a, a diffuse, screen, a diffuser. You should a use diffuse. a diffuse light, and that's really yeah. the secret. Yeah, that's it. Vaseline on the lens. Eighties soft focus. Yeah, Doris Day. Yeah. Who are you, Doris Day? Ooh. Well, you know, th this. I have two thoughts on this. First of all, I did interview Barbara Streisand. Now, probably going back eight or nine years. And when I got the press junket footage back, I'm like, wow, are we in a soft, hazy glow? Yeah. <laughs> so there was definitely like Vaseline on the lens that day. Um, but also now everybody, they're not even doing like the filters, they're doing CGI. So yep. every movie and TV show, we are seeing everyone's lines, pounds, extra pounds erased. My friend works for a VFX company, and that is all they do is erase lines and take weight off of people all really? day long. Really? So we're going to have more body dysmorphia. Oh, it's already happening. And in fact, they even do it for music videos. So it's not even just like, hey, this is an expensive TV show or video or movie. They're doing it for, for short things as well. So it's unbelievable. Hmm. Off air, we were talking about the Rolling Stones, so they must be putting weight on the Rolling Stones. Yeah, they must be, exactly. That's probably true. They all weigh like 90 pounds soaking wet. They do. That's right. When you, when you watch 80s movies with a soft focus, do you feel the need to like constantly rub your eyes? I know. I feel like <laughs> it's, it's, what I, yeah, yeah, it it's really horrible. does feel like, like your eyes are just blurry. Yeah, it's not it's, a good look. It's, an un, it's a very unpleasant yeah, situation. I agree. I assume it's always like, oh, it's standard deaf. <laughs> or it's my bad eyesight. But no, it's yeah, it's how they shot it. The style yep, of the time. Sure kind. is. It made everyone look, it made everything look like it was a dream, basically. Yeah, we just watched an old movie. What was what was the name of it, Tom, with... Um, uh, Stacy Keach. Oh, Fat City. Fat, Fat City. City. It was yeah. about boxing. Yeah, we were, and it, it, it had that kind of weird out of focus. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, it, did. it was, when was that filmed? It might have just been a grainy 72. film. 72. 72, yeah. Yeah, well, the 70s were really, the filming was always the film pretty film was ugly. pretty crappy yeah, in the 70s. Was, for some reason, it was ugly. I don't know why. I don't know either. Well, it's, it was early color, I think. Watching why. those old movies, you're just like, my God, the stuff that they used to say. Oh, I know. The woman that plays the drunk. Um, she, okay, so she's in an interracial relationship, and she's talking about her her husband or her boyfriend who's black, and she's talking about how what a wonderful, kind person he is jude stop it sorry what is he scratching he's scratching at that thing with the cords coming out of it <laughs> oh Don't yeah do i can that. hear it from in here you weirdo that dog so anyway she's talking about how wonderful he is and nobody's nicer blah 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 and then she says <laughs> next sentence she says oh yeah remember the argument that we had in the bar the other night yeah he was really mad at me so guess what he did he's like what what did he do Brought, took me home and raped me. 
Yeah. <gasps> I'm oh like, my God. what? Yeah, great the guy. The kindest, most wonderful <laughs> man in the world? And she's just like, la-ti-da. Like, this is just normal. So nonchalant. So nonchalant. Well, she I was supposed to be a not all there kind of character. Well, she was a complete Raging alcoholic. Well, there you go. Yeah. It was basically, the movie was about alcoholism, mm. you know, and how it ruins everybody's life. But it was, it was just sometimes you watch those old movies and you think, my God. I talked to Kristen about that. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Yeah, I talked to her about that yesterday. And she, uh, what was her name again? The Terrell, uh, was it Sherry Terrell or what's the the woman? Susan Terrell. Susan Susan Terrell. Terrell. There you go. Uh, that, that John Houston raped her during yeah. the filming of the movie. Yeah, she says that, and then she gets raped in real life yeah. cool. filming the sh- show. Horrific. Yeah. Yeah, it was just horrible. And then she uh, she later developed from thrombosis and had to have both her legs cut off. She had oh. quite the life. She went from getting an Academy Award nomination for Fat City to her life just being destroyed. Died at like sixty-two, I think. She had. I, she was such the best alcoholic woman oh, I've ever phenomenal. seen in a movie. Mm, she's got like barrettes just kind of hanging from her hair, yep. and she her <laughs> zipper. I wonder her, if she was an alcoholic in real life. I don't know. Yeah, her maybe. zipper isn't zipped up all the way in the back. She's yeah, just right. like completely a disaster. I think I walked by. And zip her up. Yeah, he took. Yeah, he just zipped up. The yeah, Stacy Keach <laughs> took her over when her fabulous, wonderful boyfriend went to jail for something unrelated to the rape. To the rape. Yeah. Um, he wasn't going to get arrested for the rape. No, um, and he zip, he he zipped up her her dress. It was like such a tragic moment in film. You're just like, oh my god, it's just tragic. Very good movie. I don't know if it's a great movie, but it's really good. Oh. Uh, it's definitely one of those '70s movies. You're just like, holy God! They were. It was a sad time. Mm-hmm. Stacey the '70s Keech. movies are dark. You watch yeah. like, Taxi Driver, Midnight yeah. Runner, like, all of those. Yeah, so dark. And it was was it not not Bo Bridges? Was it Bo Bridges? Jeff Bridges. Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. He was like a baby in it. He was. He looked really young. Let's see. Jeff Bridges was born in 49, so he would have been 22. Yeah, he was playing an 18, 19-year-old. He's just looking like a baby. Little baby. I I saw a picture from, uh, I think it was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. So it takes place in high school because she's a teenager. Right. And you know how uh, Hollywood casts some people of questionable age as high schoolers sometimes? Absolutely. There's an extra... Who's at his locker? He's got his backpack on and everything. He, his hairline is about halfway up his head. <laughs> the man is clearly like sixty years old. But because you only see his back, is guilty of that. Yeah, yes. thirty and in high school. Yeah. It's Although to ridiculous. be fair, in high school there was a guy named Jerry. Gosh, I can't think of his last name anymore. His name was Jerry. And he was balding and had a big full beard in like tenth grade. Yeah, sometimes that wow. does happen. Yeah, I mean, That's unless tough. he was held Abby? back a ton, and I don't know about it, but yeah, he looked definitely not like. It can high be caused student. by like an endocrine disorder. Yeah, you look at some of the uh, uh, football players that were just drafted last weekend. Yeah, you see you see a lot that look like they're thirty. When they aren't. Yeah. yeah. But they have the endocrine systems of 30-year-olds. <laughs> That's right. For some reason, I wonder why. It's a big, big coincidence, I think. So I saw your Twitter feed this morning. Dancing with the Stars is going back to network. Well, here's the interesting thing. I call this the very first move 
in a writer's strike. That's exactly oh, what's happening here. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, we really need to like think about this and, and get serious about it. They are predicting that this will be a long strike. I've heard six weeks, but six weeks is a very long time in a production schedule. Sure is. And those six weeks are going to affect everything down the line. And they're already looking ahead to fall. So Dancing with the Stars will not only be on ABC, but it will air concurrently live on Disney Plus. So it's technically not moving. It's oh. just basically a strike measure to protect the network once the fall happens because they're just not going to have enough scripted television shows ready to go. Wow. So the strike is happening right now, right? It just happened. It is happening. They're out on the picket lines as of this afternoon. They'll be at all of the major networks, Netflix, Disney, um, Amazon. They'll be out there in force because they were they are so far apart right now in terms of negotiations that the producers gave up at 8 p.m. last night, and that was Pacific time, but they had until midnight Pacific time to actually call oh, the strike. Okay. And the producers are like, we're just, we're nowhere near each other, so we're walking away. Are there scabs in a writer's strike? There will be. There are in every strike, honestly. And, you know, there's there's different ways of doing it. Some people will write under a pseudonym. Uh, some people oh. will just take non-union work because they need to pay their bills and they can't otherwise. And it's just kind of a, a situation where, you know what I mean? It's it's a it's a life or death situation for their families and, and others um, just don't care. <laughs> so uh, we will see what happens. But really, and, you know, everyone always says elite Hollywood, everything. But this is really about middle class writers getting their fair shake at, at money. And basically writing has become a gig job like yeah. situation because they're only working for eight episodes on a streamer versus 22 to 28 on a broadcast network. They are struggling in the mm. industry now. Well, I hope they get something accomplished. I do too. Yeah. I, 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 and I hope it's not long. The 2007-2008 strike lasted uh, for 100 days, and it was devastating. Ralph, were you out here during yeah. then? Yeah. 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 Out there. You know how bad it was. Picket, yeah. Picket, picket lines were up and everything. And I don't know, but a lot, of, a lot of work went to Canada. You know, people, the people that were uh, SAG and after, they didn't work in Hollywood, but they'd work elsewhere. Mm. I mean, so that people now can virtually cross the picket lines or they cross the picket lines by going elsewhere. And that's kind of, that's like, so, so low rent. I mean, if you're, if you're a union member, you do not cross that picket line, period. End discussion. That, that, that's, I learned that when I was a steel worker, I learned my dad was an iron, was a a, a union member. He said, there's a strike. You don't cross that picket line, even though he didn't necessarily believe in it. And even though the iron workers didn't go on strike, they were very, they were just different with how they uh, took care of their grievances. He said, you do not cross that picket line. And that's exactly what you do. That's why we have unions. Boy, do I sound liberal. That's why. And you, <laughs> you, must, you must support your, your fellow unions. You have yeah. to because if you don't, then they're not going to be there for your back when you have a grievance or you have a, an issue. So, And understand go. that the Directors Guild, their contract is coming up in about four weeks. And then... On the heels of that, four weeks later, is the Screen Actors Guild contract. So oh, this is not a great time. And they're all come up for the same negotiations at the same time. It's rough. Yeah, so so they so they so it's everybody's best interest to not cross those picket lines. 100%. Do not, because you have then you have no power. Then you're just, you're, why to have a union? You're just throwing money away. Then. They should have done this during the pandemic. 
Right. And wouldn't story. that have been, I mean, nothing was running anyway. So exactly. <laughs> they should have come back with, you know, we're, we'll come back, but we're going to make more and we're going to have a piece of the pie because the actor's making all the money and their producers just isn't okay. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, the actors aren't making the money either. It's, you know, it's the networks making the money right now. The actors, um, and again, we're talking the middle class. I'm not talking about, you know, our A-listers, but the average actor now is making a lot less in residuals because streaming, when it's new technology, what happens is the unions cut a deal and they'll say, okay, well, since you're a new technology and you don't have as much money, you know, we'll take less of a percentage. But oh, then okay. once it's up and running and making a ton of money, the actors then don't get an increased percentage. Oh, okay. And they're only making residuals off of eight episodes instead of 22 episodes. So so this is nationwide. They can't just go over to Georgia and start filming something. Correct. Okay. Um, the only way you can still be working right now is if the script was already locked and loaded before the writer's strike, which you had until yesterday to have your script locked and loaded. So they're t telling actors, like, if you're on a show, continue working. Um, but if the show was about to start and the, the scripts were not done, you cannot cross that picket line. So okay. you have to be very careful on what you're working on. I, as an actor, do not cross that picket line. I mean, that's, a, you shut, that's the whole point. That's what France does. You shut everything down. Well, it'll make it go a lot faster if nobody's crossing the picket lines. That's for sure. It's probably be solved in a week. Mm. So. I would love that. Um, right now they're estimating about a six-week strike. Oh. We'll see how it goes. Oof. I know. Six weeks is a lot. It is. And then, with that, well, in what do you say, four weeks, the other one comes up? Four weeks, Director's Guild. The directors, and then okay. four weeks after that, Screen Actors Guild. So they overlap. They yeah. all overlap. They did that on purpose, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they did. And yep. it, hap it happened that same way in 2007, 2008. <clears throat> good. Yep. Indeed. So anything else happening good? Anything else happening good? Jesus, honestly, well, they're talking about the economy, the, the country going in the tank June 1st. If we don't do something, uh, we got to oh, pay what, our bills. What? They'll raise the debt, the ceiling debt, and they'll print more money, and that's what they're going to do. What else are they going to do? This cannot last forever is the problem. Well, when it goes from this point, it's going to be hard. Well, we well at what point do we just run out of money? Because don't you devalue it if you just keep printing it off? Yeah, yes, you do. Sure that's, do. That's exactly what's happening. And then you get inflation. But, too. Well, what what has to happen is they have to stop spending so much money, but that just is not going to happen. They just refuse to stop spending money. But the people in Pakistan need our half a billion dollars. <laughs> they hate us, but that's okay. I know. They keep supporting all this weird stuff. And yep, we do. I don't know. It's just how it is. Such is life. All right, so basically you and I, the, the, well, the four of us are going to be working, and then, of course, Kristen will be sitting around in her ass doing nothing because of the strike. <laughs> That's right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I do nothing. I, I only worked last night until, like, 9 p.m. because it was the Met Gala, and then after working a full day and starting with you at 5.30 in well, the morning. Well, that's only 17-hour day. Big I deal. <laughs> and then I have the coronation later on this week, so I'll have to be up at 2 a.m. on Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. When is, the, when is the coronation? It's 11 a.m. London time on Saturday. And so I will be okay. up at 2 a.m. Uh, I've heard it's conference. really scaled back because he's going to be the minimalist king or something. Is yeah, that true? Yeah. But understand that scaled back is still very expensive. And England is suffering from a cost of living crisis as well. God. There's not a lot of enthusiasm for this particular monarch. Um, a lot of people will never forgive him for marrying his mistress. And basically what a lot of people believe is, is getting 
getting Princess Diana killed off, if you want to believe the conspiracies. Yeah. Yep. And um, of course, there's the family feud. He's still brewing with Harry and oh, William doesn't like his brother. I mean, it is a nightmare, honestly. And you have a group in the UK called Republic and they are anti-monarchists and they have been, Graham Smith is the leader. He has been really making sure that he shows up to every single one of King Charles and Queen Camilla's public engagements and they're getting louder and louder. And I'm really interested to see how this plays out. Well, I'm sure that groups like that aren't going to be allowed within 10 miles of the place. They won't be able to get anywhere near Westminster Abbey. However, they are allowed to be on the sidewalk at the procession route. And so mm. they have stationed um, certain places where they're going to be holding up signs that say, not my king. So I will be interested. <laughs> I know the BBC coverage probably won't that. show that as much, but maybe the American well, coverage will. Well, you're also going to have some people in the crowd that are going to be very upset about that and not liking that, too, because there's a lot of loyalists out there. Loyalist royalists. And most of them Loyalist live in royalists. <laughs> and they're but not the going to like it. What the interesting thing is, though, a lot of the support for the royals died with Queen Elizabeth. And they oh. loved her, but oh. they don't love him. Right. And well, she, so was... He is, she was beloved. Yes. 70 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think people are over a lot of the nonsense and them living off of taxpayers' dime. And especially when, you know, it's a, a struggle in the economy right now. And they're seeing a lot of pomp and circumstance and then going, well, how are you going to help me? Well, from what I've understood is that the monarchy does not cost the taxpayers much. It's like a couple of pence or something like that because the royals now are making their own money doing all kinds of different stuff. One thing was is that they opened up the um, castles and to tourism the real estate yep. yeah and then the real there um some of the homes on windsor grounds are going to be opened to like airbnbs so you can go and stay on windsur grounds oh wow yeah that'd be kind because of fun. they need the money and and that's why they're shuffling people around you've got prince andrew who's mired in the jeffrey epstein scandal um he's being moved out of royal lodge which is like this huge castle and he's being moved into harry and megan's old modest home which is like five bedrooms frogmore, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. frogmore cottage mm -hmm. because he can no longer afford royal lodge and charles has to figure out a way to get that scandal uh nipped in the bud honestly well i think didn't wasn't there an announcement that they weren't going to um, support extended family anymore? It used to be if you had a drop of royal right. blood, they gave you money. And now yep. it's like, nope, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, it's slimmed down to, I think, seven members of the royal family. You have the Essexes, I'm gonna say, and then Kate, uh, Charles and Camilla. And then you have, yeah, William and Kate. And then you have Princess Anne. So, yeah, so there's seven of them left that are sort of the senior royal roles everyone else has been cut off however andrew has no way to make money anymore so yeah. charles is having to give him money to just live well and he's in his and, like 70s isn't he it's kind of not very nice to all of a sudden cut somebody off that's been on the take forever right what's but, he gonna do know. yeah you can't get a job because of that he's not gonna work at starbucks yeah. and but his ex-wife um Fergie, whoever remembers Sarah oh, Ferguson, she yeah. still lives with him. They still live together as ex-husband and ex-wife. So she lives on the royal grounds as well. 
Oh. So there's a lot of complications. This this family is very. There's a lot of hypocrisy going on. All sure. Around. No. What? What? Yeah. Of course, <laughs> this is nothing new. None of this no. is new. None of this is new, um, but it's so funny that people get so, so mad about Harry and Meghan, and I'm like, they're making plenty of money not on the taxpayer's dime the way that you know they would have had they stayed in the senior royal ranks. Yeah, and she just signed with some agent, right? She's well, she Morris Endeavor, and she wants to go back to you, acting. Making, she's not getting back to acting at oh, all. Then why is she so, got an agent? She well, William Morris Endeavor has now, now starts representing a lot of public speakers, people with book deals. Oh. I would say she's going after more of like a Michelle Obama type of career, where you see her a lot in the speaking circuit, doing a lot of philanthropy, writing a couple memoirs or motivational books, and making a lot of money that way. Because that's where the money is. The money's not in acting anymore. Um, you will also see her. She wants to. She does want to stay in the entertainment industry by doing some production, in terms of like producing developing shows which they have done with netflix but she wants to get into scripted but she said her acting career is done oh interesting yeah that and everyone it. went after her so she's making she she's getting a good deal is that everything sister <laughs> that's all the royals tea that's i have all for the you. royalty stuff uh so next tuesday you'll be on from 10 45 to 11 15 central time that's correct new Wonderful. time starting new next time. week Looking forward to it. Thanks. I'll talk to you in the morning. All right. Sounds good. Bye. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>